You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Okay, uh, Roman Fevre, uh, MXGP of Lombardia. Really good day. <laughs> Again, kind of sucks that you lost out on the overall win because actually that was yours. You lost on it. You lost out on it because of a penalty for another rider. But really good day. Great day for points. You proved your speed. You proved your mental strength. You proved that you're great at starts. Just all round. Um, yeah, a really positive day heading into the final round. I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Really good day for us. Uh, one and two. Uh, yeah, was. I think uh, a good day uh, and yeah uh, it's close it's uh, so same point with Jeffrey again so uh, uh, three to yeah, three points uh, difference now so uh, yeah we will play everything on Wednesday so uh, yeah, hopefully to uh, if I do the same one and two I'm happy with that <laughs> yeah this is the thing like it is so close but you are in a better position because you can just continue doing this. Like Jeffrey has to go one one. You one two. You'll take that all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I will try my best anyway. Uh, and then uh, yeah, we see. Uh, we have uh, yeah really good things like really good setup for here uh, in Montova. So uh, um, yeah, we'll see Wednesday. Did you know that uh, Jeffrey had crashed in the first moto? Did they put out on your board? Obviously, you saw that um, Tim was behind you. Did you have any idea where Jeffrey was? No, but uh, yeah, first lap I knew he was behind me uh, because I passed him the first lap and then um, yeah, I passed uh, Siever the first lap also. So I was leading and I knew they was behind. And then coming to the finish line, I hear like no bike behind me. So I understand like someone crashed one of them. I didn't know. And then and I didn't look back. They didn't put me anything on the board. Um, and then, yeah, some laps after I had a gap uh, between me and team and then I just check out a little bit and then I saw Jeffrey was not like really there. He was not far, but not there. So I understand that he crashed and then, uh, yeah, that's it. I was uh, more impressed with your second moto because like the beginning, once you got past Prado, finally, it was a straight up kind of duel between you and Jeffrey and you proved that you can run his pace and actually you were faster for two or three laps there. So that's a good uh, confidence booster, I guess, heading into Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I think uh, the the main things was um, like Prado. He for a few laps, I don't know, like three, four laps, he was uh, on the front, and then uh, he was holding me a little bit too much, maybe. And then uh, which uh, Jeffrey was just on the front, and I could uh, directly be on his rear wheels there, and then maybe trying something. And then uh, the time that I passed Prado, uh, he was a little bit like gone. Uh, so I catch him up, but. Yeah, the gap I feels like was a little bit too big, um, but yeah, um, still yeah, happy with that. And then uh, for sure Wednesday will be different. We'll give everything um, because yeah, I have nothing to. I'm leading the championship, but I have nothing to lose. One, or, we have to be on the front of yeah. of Jeffrey, and uh, I will try my best. Jeffrey had some stuff to say, I guess, after the second moto about you cutting him, cutting him off on the start. Someone said he said on TV that he wasn't a fan of that. But there's a championship on the line. Do whatever, anything goes at this point. Like there's a championship on the line. <laughs> and uh, what about Caroli uh, giving uh, some points uh, in Arco? I guess you can play this game over and over, can't you? <laughs> no, but just, uh, yeah, it's championship time. Uh, what I can say, uh, yeah, Caroli gave him some points, so, yeah, I don't know. And you're the better, like, at the end of the day, you got the better jump out of the gate. That's your, so it's your right to yeah. do what you want, I guess, at that point. Yeah. yeah. I've been thinking this, actually. I, you've always been a good starter, but right now, I feel like you, Tim, Jeffrey, you are easily the best starter out of the three. Like... Is this always been the case? Because I feel like I'm only just really noticing this now. Um, yeah, depends on track. Uh, like on Sandy, like here, yeah, we start. We have uh, the bike is starting pretty good. 
um, but on the art pack track we still we are not at the same level let's say uh, but um, yeah on the sandy condition we are starting really good here what's the uh, plan now then obviously final gp is only uh, two days away I guess you could ride for one day. Are you going to? Are you going to test anything? Are you just going to leave the bike completely as it is? Like, what is the plan? I leave everything like it is. Have you left that for a while now, or? Yeah, no, uh, no, just uh, to be here. But uh, yeah, nothing crazy. We have only two days, so uh, tomorrow, like a little bit of recovery, and then uh, Tuesday we will check the European class, and then uh, Wednesday it's the race. Last thing then, obviously you got the red plate on your bike today for the first time since 2016. That's nice, looks very nice. How are you dealing with the pressure, the excitement, all of that that's going on? Because even seeing the red plate on your bike, I guess, is a bit like, oh, <laughs> not been here for a while. Like, How are you dealing with that uh, upstairs? Uh, like normal, uh, it's sort of definitely good to have the red plate on the bike. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's I have no pressure about that. Um, yeah, I... Uh, I I thought I would be like on the starting gate I would be like a little bit like more stressed not of the right plate but just because it's coming closer and closer now so uh, but yeah not at all uh, so um, yeah it's good for myself because I can ride my full potential um, and then uh, yeah the right plate uh, it's looking good and uh, but gold would be even better uh, last thing Game on for Wednesday and whatever it takes, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, uh, Jeremy Sewer, uh, MXGP of Lombardia. First of all, have you ever seen the YouTube video, Brandon's First Race? Yes. What did I do? That was you in free practice. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, <laughs> how is the, coming in hot with this interview? How do you land on the finish jump and cartwheel your bike to the press <laughs> ring? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I was first amazing. race. Amazing. Yes, amazing. No, I can tell you exactly how that happened. Like, you know, that Mantua finish line is quite special because you start a lap cutting the corner that you yeah. come from the right jumping to the left for opening up the corner. Yeah. You finish a lap the opposite because you hit the bank and you basically even scrub the other way because after yeah. you don't mind what you're going to do, the lap is finished for one lap. So I did that in free practice because... Like this, you get ready for time practice. Yeah. You know what to do, how, whatever. So, but somehow, I just overjumped the jump slightly. Not even too much. Just, let's say, three, four meters. But the landing is long, 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 long. Yeah. But somehow, why ever, I landed in the worst possible bump. There, there was already a really sharp edge, square edge bump on the landing. And that's the one I hit. Yeah. And actually, I just overreacted because I was in the air straight, all fine, easy. I just finished the hot, good lap, yeah. like 50, good lap. I was first yeah. in there with it. And I was so scared of that sharp bump that I put all my weight to the back and I opened the throttle just to, to make sure it doesn't kick yeah. me. Because if you overchump something a bit and you land in a square edge bump, the thing possibility is that it will kick you. And that's all what I tried to avoid. Yeah. But somehow the opposite happened. I landed and I just went off the back. And I was like, wait, I mean, now everything is too late because that thing didn't kick. And I just let my bike go. I had like to let Brandon. it go. Yeah, I had to let my bike go. And the bike, I didn't crash big at all because no. I just stayed there. But my bike cartwheeled over the start straight, massive. And I was standing there like, wow, did I just do that? <laughs> I, I was I was stood there like wow did he just do that as well? <laughs> yes, I did, and I was like, no, my bike is gonna be destroyed. It was the worst time as well because qualifying yes. started like one minute after yes. that. My plan was to do one slow lap and yeah. then go in yeah. for a hot lap because it would have been timed perfect. And then I had to go into the pits and they had to straighten everything because my bike was number plate was loose. Yes, yes, but the good thing about it. I had two number plates uh, to give away today because Chippa always keeps the one, so he had he had to use two today. Yeah. So this is the positive out of the story. I could make a fan happy. Are you embarrassed? I am a bit, but I was happy I could turn it around after because this was like I went to the pits. I was like, what, what, what I'm going to tell? Oh them? yeah, because you came into the pits and you like skidded into the pit straight into the pit box, and I was yeah. like, oh, he's embarrassed. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> I hope nobody saw that. Ciao, I'm I'm out of here. And then like, okay, I, I made it happen anyway. So. so, your day. Um, 
Well, good start in the first race. Another hole shot. You've got quite a few of those lately. Um, you screwed it up on the first lap, though. And then second race. Well, we'll get I to it. We'll get to it. I didn't second up. race. Bad start. Came through again. 5-5 uh, five, five for fifth. Very, very fifth place day. Yeah, I mean... Let's you know. Let's be honest. My speed and my fitness and my starts today were there to be second or third overall. Maybe not first like last weekend, but sure on the box. But somehow it just you know that's racing. It didn't happen. I mean, I hold showed that first moto, really good start. I felt amazing in the first. I mean, amazing. Okay, is a big word, but I felt good and I pushed and I was, I was there straight away. But Romain and Jeffrey, they were in a hurry. Like they really. I think so. They they have to, you know. Yeah. They went over the limit. They they have. I mean, they. Yeah, but a man needed to put you in between him and Jeffrey. Yeah, he had so to. He did all he could to make it happen, and he did. But I said, okay, fine. Let's you know be second or third. The race isn't over. I can follow. It's a long moto, whatever. I mean, even if I finish third, it's not that it's a bad moto. But then the worst happened. I mean, Jeffrey got me, and he he decided to just stand 90 degrees and crash in front of me and I couldn't do anything I yeah. sand, I landed on him sandwiched him and I had a quick decision to make the moment I saw him crashing I could have sanded it yeah. and jump over him but the thing was for me it looked like 50-50 that he could save it yeah. and if he would save it and I would send it I would just launch it into him and we would crash both also the way it went, he did crash. I could have sanded it over yeah. the bike. I didn't, and we landed, you know. And then I was in to on top of him, and I was like, no Were you panicking? Way. Were you like, oh, no, I'm fucking this no. up for everyone? I was just like... What have I told you all along? Every time I'm like, just please don't get in the way of this title fight. And yeah, what did you do? This wasn't my you fault. You actually made it better. This wasn't... Yeah, I made it better. Yeah, no, it's just funny. Brandon, just Brandon today. No, just My bike was on his, and I clearly had to go first because he couldn't. And yeah. he tried to do something. I said, oh, fuck, I... I take my bike now and I was quite nice lifting it over his because yeah. I could have just clutched and throttled yeah. it and destroyed his seat. I didn't. I'm a nice guy, so, you know. But I left and then I just had to come back and finished, yeah, in the end, fifth, which is a good ride because, you know, it's not easy to pass in Mantova. So I was stoked on that, even though I threw away a top three, you know. Yeah. I mean, he did. I did. I don't know how you want to call it, but... Where did you start from? Did you, start, did you start from the same place, both motos? Yeah, exactly the same place, because we lined up from the inside. Second moto, yeah. We need, we need, we, yeah. we need to get them to open up the inside gates. Because, Why? Because they're blocking off the inside, and then everyone's lining up inside, yeah. one across. Yeah. If you have, the very inside gate isn't any good, which then means you have a bit of strategy, because, like, Jeffrey will line up four from the inside, and you could go inside of him or outside of him. Like, otherwise, it's just... Jeffrey Roman, third, fourth, fifth, like boring. Yeah, but the qualifying is more exciting because then you know you have to be fast there. And, yeah. yes, we, we, we want AMA national starts where you can yeah, line up anywhere. We had that all year. I think all year so far we lined up mixed. And this yeah. is one of the first GPs we lined up one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, probably. Which is, for us riders, for once, it's like we appreciate that. We don't have to play poker before we go to the well, start. Well, I'm line. sorry that your job is so hard, but for <laughs> us people, I'm sorry that being a motocross rider is so hard for you. It is. Isn't it exciting enough to see the racing and stuff? Yeah, but I was looking forward to, like, whoever got pole going up and then, like, the other guy making yeah. a strategy call. And... Uh, I get you, but that's how it is now. I mean, maybe on Wednesday we have more riders, so they open Well, I was up. hoping you were going to, like, get involved and then we could all go and talk I to someone to talk to Ingo and tell him yeah. Ingo is the guy I think I think so okay we'll but work I on that I saw something yesterday because in Mantua history tells I'm I'm experienced now the Stargate always had problems big problems yeah. you remember yeah. nations as well yeah. it, it drops it doesn't drop many guys hit it yesterday I went to check and I wanted to see and I watched the European 250 start right next to the yeah. So they modified it. So they now have a pneumatic uh, or hydraulic hydraulic yeah. system to drop the gate. So they learned. They so learned. this is new since the nations. After the nations, they changed. Yeah. So well, I, I guess they had to. Because straight away I asked them, "Hey, but is, was that here at the nations or is it new?" And they said, "No, it's 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 brand new for now." So they learned from their mistakes. So we have to some credit to them. You know? Well, they had to because if they had a title fight decided by a gate not falling that would have been a disaster exactly but i had to go check because i you know this is you need to know what did you uh 
What did you think of your riding in the second moto? Did you think you rode better first or second? Second. Because really? Yes. Yes. Clearly second. Second moto, I messed up my start uh, really bad. But, you know, this is just... Uh, the starts are on such a high level at the moment. You need to go to the limit. Yeah. And in the second moto, the limit was just, you know, being at the limit just makes the ice very thin. And the ice broke in the second moto and it just, it, I didn't go. I clutched, I was too aggressive and I ended up in the back following Lupino around Mantua, first corner again. But uh, I was about not, like, first turn I was almost lost. Okay, yeah. I was inside, but I was, I think, 20th around. You should have cut it. Yeah, but I was inside. I couldn't go. Uh, this I was on the other side of the track, but and I followed Lupo, but he he went he went good this time. He went good. Anyways, I came from like P20, and I made my way to like sixth in like two three laps. Like I See, this is why I talked to you because I didn't know you were as far back as 20th. Because when I first saw you, you were like 13th or 10th, yes, I think. But I was far back, yeah. really far, and I was in the second moto. I don't know ask don't ask me why I found some flow really I felt it's been a long time okay I won the GP in Arco last week but Arco is a different track to Mantua yeah. to find flow in Mantua is is triple as hard as in Arco you know what I mean it's just the track is so different and I found a flow I think I've never had on this kind of track uh, knowing myself yeah. in the past years and I catch Jorge and Tony being 10 seconds behind and I catch them you yeah. know I even saw Romain and Tim in the end and I really for myself personally I put it in one of the strongest performances this year the way how I rode the whole moto on this kind of track you know what I mean yeah. so for me it was an amazing moto okay I finished fifth uh, just behind Tony I think one lap longer I could have get him, got him but I'm happy with my performance. Luck was not on my side. First moto Jeffrey story, second moto start. But uh, I'm there for the for the podium. And even if things really click again for a win, I think so. Um, any final thoughts, Brandon? Final thoughts? I mean, I don't know. Anything, you've, anything we've missed? Anything you want to say? No, I told you the start gate story. I mean, it's to, it, today's uh, my mechanic's birthday. So he likes cool. starts. He's very big on starts. So he's happy with your whole shot. Yeah, sure. I gave him another play today. Uh, it's been yeah like out of the last three four GPs I won three black plates yeah. so this is quite uh, good pretty good and no for the rest I'm I'm enjoying life I'm loving it here and uh, now we go uh, up to Wednesday you know okay uh, Ben Watson uh, MXGP of Lombardia tough day but mainly because you seem to just find trouble first couple of laps second moto especially you're in like a 25 rider pileup so I guess from there tough to do anything but Second, I actually thought the second motor comeback was quite, um, quite alright. Yeah, no, the whole thing started out because of my qualifying. <coughs> um, qualified in, in 19th and then I was just so far wide on the start and here it's, if you're just not there, you're in trouble. Like, I came around the first corner in the first race, guy crashed in front of me and yeah, I hit him and I had nowhere to go. So I was pretty much last in the first one, <coughs> came back, yeah, riding was okay, but I just was in a constant battle, like fighting, fighting left, right, just couldn't do my own race at all. And yeah, I didn't feel really amazing and I could only come back to 17 or something, I think. And then second one, again, like I had it actually two okay starts. From where I was, they were okay. And then second corner this time in the real tight right, um, there was three, four, five guys, I think, all just piled in together and yeah, I was up the back of it, so... Again, I had the guy with the tape numbers in front of me on the first lap and I was literally shaking my head thinking, oh, why again? So uh, <clears throat> I rode better, felt better, um, came back through to 13. I, kept, I just passed the guys a bit faster, a bit more aggressive. So that was one positive. But honestly, like overall, I'm really disappointed just because I feel so much better than my results. And you know people see it on paper and yeah you've had a, a shit day so it's frustrating in that way but I feel good just need to sort my qualifying out do you think if you'd qualified like uh, 13th or 14th do you feel like that would have been close enough to the inside where you would have been able to do something like because I feel like the like the, the start doesn't just come from the very inside I feel like the 10 mark is okay right yeah, yeah, 10 mark's fine. Um, 19th, not so much. The issue is they, they even close a few gates off from the inside to make it 
even more unfair and that just doesn't make sense to me I don't know why they do that but anyway they do it's the same for everyone it just makes qualifying even more important but yeah if I could have been like in Arco like 11 12 would have been perfect but no 19 was was too much I thought you looked really good in qualifying shocker I thought you looked really good in qualifying so we like did you feel good were you surprised that you were only 19 yeah no I felt real good in the free practice I did a good lap I think you were fourth uh, in a free practice yeah. so like I was I was hyped yeah I did a good lap I felt good and then came to the time practice and I followed Fever one lap I followed Hurlings one lap no I followed Hurlings two laps Hurlings on the first lap he stopped uh, then on his second lap I was on my fastest lap at the very end and he crashed in front of me um, then Fever also was doing a lap and stopped and then I did a couple on my own and just just didn't manage to put a lap together and yeah it was just one of them sessions like I felt good I came in I said to the guys like I actually feel good but I just did not get a lap sounds like you did a lot of laps in qualifying but like, that was like 10 laps you just described there yeah I did a lot of like attempts some of them were a few corners some were like the one way hurling's crashed in front of me was to the last sector so it was just one of them I was trying 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 because I was obviously disappointed with my position the guys were showing me where I was and it wasn't good enough I knew how important it was here so I was trying 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 and yeah in the end was was just not making it happen track was better today than the Saturday of the Nations right like it was more it shaped up like more of a sand track today like the way the lines were working in and stuff much better than uh, qualifying day of the Nations I thought yeah the track was real good I mean here you could tell like now it was naturally like moist yeah. it was the, the it was deep and then for Nations Saturday it was real dry like dusty hard skitty bumps like no real ruts and then obviously Sunday was a mudder and now today it was kind of in between it had a lot of rain in the week and it kind of really gone through the track and you could see all the bumps became more the ruts became more and yeah it was it was good i i like the track <clears throat> i need to ask you this because uh, this is basically the one thing i wanted to ask you did you see jeremy's crash from free practice no oh you should go and watch jeremy's crash from free practice Where can i see it <laughs> MX, MXGP TV got it have you ever seen the Brandon's first race on YouTube yeah yeah yeah. Well, it's basically Jeremy's first race it's basically Jeremy's first race <laughs> I don't know if he's here but he is it was basically Jeremy's first race it doesn't shock me he's done that to be honest <laughs> honestly okay right so landed off the finish jump perfect like downside did the finish jump cartwheeled the bike to the other side of the start straight no idea how yeah. but, I'll, have to, I'll ask him about that yeah, one it's later. basically Brandon <laughs> Jeremy's first race. Um, is he actually here? Because this would be a great time to put him in, but I can't see him. Anyway, um, are you going to be putting a lot of pressure on yourself for qualifying on Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. Because I feel like you can do a lot here. Like, I feel like this is a good place for you. I feel like your speed was good today, despite the results. Like, I feel like if you can figure out this qualifying thing, same old, same old, you can do a lot here. Yeah, that's why I'm so disappointed, because I did feel good and... The problem is just the results on paper are terrible, and you know, it's for me especially, it's not the time to be having shit results. Like, it's awful coming to the track and going out there and knowing like how these two races could affect your future so much, and it's it's horrible. It's not even enjoyable to go out there racing when it when I feel like this, but that's just how it is. Um, I mean, it even feels different to when you're going for a obviously I've never been in that situation but like you can imagine the pressure that that like Fever has got for example leading by what two three points going into the last race of the year that's like a different pressure I mean worst comes to worst he finishes second or third in the world and it's still incredible like I'm on the cusp of having a terrible bike or having yeah a factory bike and it's just oh it's, it's awful it's horrible but that's just how it is and uh, you need to be strong mentally to go out there and just do your best but I'm not going to put any pressure for qualifying if I do that I'll go around and just tense up and then it'll just make the whole situation worse so I know how important it is and uh, yeah if I just ride like I was even this morning in qualifying but just put a clean lap together I'll be fine I guess the best way to sum it up is like Jeffrey and Roman yeah a lot of pressure but they know what they need to do like it's very clear like oh yeah you're feeling pressure blah 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 if you go 1-1 one, one or 1-2 one, then you can do the job with you it's like there's no rule on what you need to do if you get me it's like you just need to do something but no one knows what that is like there's no mark of what's good enough 
Yeah, exactly. I've shown, like, I even feel like I've shown quite a lot in the last few races, and okay, I've had some shit ones, but that's just how it is in motocross sometimes. My bad ones have been bad, but I just, I just still don't feel confident that I've shown enough. Um, yeah, I'm trying, trying, and sometimes it works against you when you're going with that mindset into the races, but anyway, like, I can't think about it too much. Just go, I've got one more race now and what happens will happen like I know my natural talent and my abilities and I was thinking to myself before this race if if I could go back to the start of the year I would make so many decisions different I would change like so many routes that I went down I would make different and I guess that's part of your first rookie year in MHGP you need to learn learn and yeah I'm excited for next year no matter what I was going to end the interview but like you kind of said something there that I have to talk about. So what routes, what things would you change? Like, I'm guessing there's a lot and we'd be here for 20 minutes or an hour. But I don't know, give me one example of a thing you would change if you could go back six months. Yeah, there's so many different things. Like, talk even, to me less. Even with the bike, I mean, I got given a package and that's just kind of what I've stuck with all year. I haven't tried to go down the route of testing and changing a load of things, but sometimes I wish I'd just tried this or this and... and kind of made the bike a bit more personal to me because on some days like I do really struggle and then some days I feel really good and it's hard to know exactly what the reason is for that and yeah a few like the whole year I've been alone training alone riding making my own plans alone and just you know you doubt yourself you don't know if you've done enough or if you're doing too much or if there's one you know something that's pretty obvious to a trainer if you're doing this wrong in the corners every time and you know I'm just riding around myself trying to figure it out on my own and I feel I should have kind of invested in having someone at at my side a little bit more because yeah I've done this this year completely alone in that way I mean the team have been really supportive and obviously Glenn and Jeremy have got a lot of experience and helped me whenever they can like they're two really good guys who I get on really well with but at the end of the day you see like Glenn's also having some struggles and he's focusing a lot on himself and changing this and that and Jeremy also had like a real shit start middle of the year with his illness and it was yeah a strange one in that way so I feel like I could have had someone at my side a little bit more at times but yeah that's what you learn and there's, there's a list could go on and on of what I would change to be honest. Okay, uh, Jeremy Van Horbeek, MXGP of Lombardia. Uh, first of all, your day. Second moto, good. First moto, not so much. Which has kind of been your story a lot of this year. Like, you've struggled to have a two solid, consistent motos, but that's, I guess that's what you get. Yeah, like, um, it, uh, it took us a while, like, to, to really start uh, changing things uh, at the bike. And since uh, two weeks now, we are really, really uh, testing. But we test on the on the race day, so it's not so easy. And uh, this morning was really positive. Like uh, finally, I I could without like uh, pushing more or like uh, be like eight. And uh, second mo- uh, first motor, we had a t- yeah technical issue. Like after uh, one lap, uh, I had to <laughs> DNF. <laughs> Yeah, I had uh, quite a few uh, DNFs this year, um, but it is what it is. Uh, I knew this, and um, at one point I'm disappointed, like because you know you don't want this, and uh, but the other uh, the other way, you know, it's um, <coughs> it's a new bike, so um, it's only existing one year. So what can you expect, like? Uh, even today, the second moto, I was 11, but I didn't felt comfortable at all because I was not racing the first moto. And uh, but then still, guys uh, like uh, Goldenoff with Factory Yamaha and, and other guys are are behind me. And uh, then I ask myself, they like how is it even possible? Because we have like uh, like no electronic or any anything. But the bike is like basic. Like uh, it's really good already, but like we don't have like high-tech stuff or whatever you know um, so <clears throat> it means we're doing good but I think I can do much better um, I feel uh, physically uh, really really good and uh, but uh, yeah it's my job to, to test and um, 
to withdraw sometimes, uh, <laughs> like DNFs, and uh, I guess it's part of the game. But uh, yeah, I hope we can uh, move forward step by step like we're doing now and uh, should be good. This goes back to, I guess, what you said at the start of the year, how you don't have electronics, you don't have things like that. So figuring out how to get out of the gate is the hardest because obviously you don't have like a way to really see that sort of stuff like the other factory teams do. So is that what you're working on the most at the moment? Is just getting power to the ground, getting power out of the bike, just power, power, power? Yeah, you know, we for riding, uh, for riding we need a little bit of power, but not uh, that much, but especially for, uh, for the star. Like if you see the starts, like uh, once I hit the ground, like the, 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 the dirt, I just lose one bike and um, we know this problem and, and I mean, it's really easy to say, but it's not that easy to do it. Like uh, it, took, uh, it took other brands uh, 20 years to do that. Like uh, how, how can you like just uh, do it like that? It's not, not possible. Um, and I wish we could go faster because we have an awesome bunch of people behind me, and uh, and I think uh, if if we are ready, like we can we can uh, fight like uh, from six to eight uh, position, uh, and and this is yeah you know I'm 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 not a rookie anymore. I'm turning 32, and uh, but still doing what I'm doing now is still really good. You know, uh, you're okay. You have Tony Caroli. It's an exception, but. Um, I mean, I'm an old guy, yeah. <laughs> and then still running up front uh, is uh, is nice, I guess. <laughs> you, you mentioned, like I said, the power of a bike at the start of the year. Have you actually made progress from, say, uh, Majora to now? Like, has it gotten better out of the gate slowly, or is it more of the same? No, because, uh, like I said, it's since last week, Sunday, uh, we really have uh, some new things. Oh, so you got you got new parts, and that's yeah. why it started moving quicker. Yeah, because now... Uh, like uh, the the time for Majora till now, uh, it it, uh, it didn't change actually so much because you know uh, COVID all. It's not so easy to like. Even if you have something in mind, it does it it takes months like to to develop it and to like, you know, to get it. And uh, now we got some new stuff uh, since last week, and uh, we are trying it like uh, also today, but like. Unfortunately, today uh, it didn't work the first moto, so we had to go back. And you know, sometimes we we go one step forward, two uh, yeah. two step backwards. You know, and and it's like uh, not easy, but uh, it's it's really I'm really thankful how hard the guys are working. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm just like in a happy place. Like uh, I, I wish I could do better, but uh, it's like not so easy. Uh, my speed is quite good, I think. Uh, you know it's it's really not easy <laughs> are you still enjoying the chassis and the rideability of the bike like has that changed much since the beginning of the year or has that always stayed amazing no this is awesome uh, the chassis and uh, and uh, although today i had a big problem uh, with the back suspension uh, in the second moto so it's really something strange happened and uh, this is why i could not push more than 11th but uh, it's been uh, awesome all year, the, the chassis and the suspension. And uh, unfortunately, today we had like a problem. But uh, but uh, no, I, I I think we just need some electronic and some power delivery for the start, and some a little bit smoother power on the on the racetrack. And um, I think we're looking good. <laughs> Are electronics something that they think they're going to be able to get in the off-season? Or is it something that they don't really know when it's going to come? Uh, I think uh, we're close. Like, uh, things uh, might uh, come in a few weeks. So, um, my plan is to, to do Wednesday and then uh, I fly back home. And then uh, I think uh, the next weeks I will be in Italy a few days to uh, hope uh, to have some really positive things. Well, this answers one of my questions then, because you've said all along next year is your option. It's up to you what you want to do. If you're going to be testing, I guess you're decided that you're continuing, or are you going to make a decision based on how the testing goes? No, I I, I enjoy racing and um, I'm I'm in a happy place here. So it it was kind of frustrating uh, at some point that I could like not show more, but uh, like uh, we spoke a lot about it and. Uh, you know, you have to accept that we are like a, a like a, that is a project, you know. And uh, as as much as I know that I I, that I can do much better, like 
I just have to accept that uh, I have to take it step by step. And uh, if I can keep going and uh, like if, if I say like, okay, now I'm done, like and if the bike will be ready, uh, that will be like my last year. Then I I hope I can show what what we what I still really can do and uh, but uh, no I'm 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 looking forward to uh, have a, for sure one more year and <clears throat> maybe more. The full season's almost done now. Um, looking back on a full year with Beta, has it been better than you thought? Like how would you rate the whole year? Have you been happy the whole time? Has it made you happier than you thought? Has it been better than you thought? Has it have some been have some bits been a bit worse? Like. Honestly, how would you look at the whole year? I was really happy in the beginning. Um, you were really happy in the yeah. beginning. <laughs> I was really, really happy, and and still now I'm happy. But the only thing is that uh, in the, in during the season, and I don't blame nobody. Like uh, I, I, I wish we could have go faster, like uh, with developing, and uh, like it took us a few months. Like that was like nothing happened. Like uh, because you know COVID and then uh, developing and. Uh, it's not like, like I said before, it's not like, um, <clears throat> oh, yeah, we, we want a new camshaft or, uh, okay, tomorrow we build it and it's not working like that. So <clears throat> this is the only uh, disappointing thing, you know, like some things took quite long, <clears throat> but uh, I think um, the last two weeks they, they, uh, they, they show me that um, they are like working and... Um, this is why I'm happy again, you know. <laughs> do they like? Do they listen to you? Like, if you say I want this, I need this, you need to do this. Are they like, yeah. yep, sure? Because you are, you are the chief of this product project. Yeah. It's not like you've really got a teammate who's like no. going against what you say. Like, I'm guessing all of this is on you: testing, yeah. riding, yeah. feedback. <clears throat> yeah, they they, uh, they listen to me, and uh, uh, they've understand already with some stupid things that I have a lot of experience. So. Um, uh, I think uh, I helped the guys uh, quite good already and uh, I guess they're happy. I hope so. <laughs> Last thing, um, you have been riding well, like you said. I think it's obvious to everyone that you can still do it. Yeah. Have you had interest from other teams? Has anyone kind of sniffed around you or not really? No, but I think everybody knows I had a two-year deal. So Because when, when we said it in the beginning, it, it, was, uh, it was set like uh, 21 and 22, so... Anyway, uh, for me, I will not change teams anymore. Uh, you know, I have to finish my career here, and uh, and I hope to finish it in a high note. And uh, you know, I last like sometimes I was thinking ah, oh, would be the last year, but then I still enjoy it. And um, no, I, I maybe I do even two, three more years. We see. As long as uh, you know, running top ten, the day of today is not that bad. It's, it's like round one still, it's that yeah, deep. Yeah, and uh, okay, you have the top five, it's like uh, another uh, level. But afterwards, like uh, if you can be in the top ten, like uh, with a bike that is only one year old, that is, you. some people have to think farther than only the results. Well, this is, this is why I've been trying to talk to you for so long, and this will be the last question, yeah, <laughs> but... I feel like coming into round one, everyone was like, oh, the beta, like, it's all exciting. There was a lot of attention. I feel like you did round one, you did well, and then everyone went, ah, oh, the bike's good, and then everyone left. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I feel like, I feel like in, if this was Formula One, if this was MotoGP, this new bike would still be getting so much attention now. Yeah, I and I feel like everyone just went, oh, look, it's fine, and yeah. left. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's, a, it's a pity sometimes, but, uh, you know, it's just what it is. And, um, but... It, I think, like, like I said, people should think farther than yeah. the results because it's really not easy to just build a bike in on the MXGP class and run it in the top ten. Like, uh, uh, um, I mean, okay, we have not the fastest bike and this and this, but we have really positive things, and uh, and me and myself also, I'm, I'm still able to do really good things, and uh, with better starts, I would even be better. So. Um, you know, um, I think people should give us some more time and um, and, and we have not said the last word. <laughs> hey, uh, Dirk Grubel, uh, MXGP of Lombardia. Very eventful day, a lot happened again, but ultimately nothing happened because Jeffrey's still three points down. We're one round to go now. In a way it's good because he didn't lose more points, so that's, obviously that would be a disaster, but then also I guess it would have been nice if he was a bit closer. So, like, do you look at today as a success or...? Yeah, all I can say, nothing gained, nothing lost. 
but luckily everything is still in one piece and the game is still on. It's, it's more hot than ever. Uh, no, it was a positive day because he won. He won the overall and that was important for his head. For The speed was there and it just... No, he needed that. If, if he would have been just on the podium, there would be frustration now. Now there's no frustration, now there's pure racing. And he knows he can do it. It's just... Yeah, he needs to do it. But we are here to do it, so... I guess, <laughs> I guess that's the thing that's nice. Like, okay, it's very tight. There's one round to go, but ultimately it is in his control because if he goes one-one, there's nothing that can stop him winning this championship. So, that's nice, but that's also pressure. That's pressure. Yeah, you. There's no room for mistakes now anymore. But on 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 every side, let's say. I mean, also Romain rode pretty awesome yeah. today again, and uh, yeah, Timmy was a bit unlucky. He got he got uh, docked a couple of places back, but yeah, cutting the track is it was not his fault. But yeah. but still, that's how it is. That's racing. Uh, no, for our side, yeah, like I say, we we are all strong-minded, and he he's the fastest guy out there. He can put it together. He just need to put it together. I guess I need to ask you about Tim. I actually forgot about that until you mentioned it. So your fault. <laughs> Obviously, Lupino did exactly the same thing. Of the nations got docked ten positions. Tim did. Again, basically the same thing. Got docks five. Do you? Would you like to see more consistency in that area? No matter who it is, whether they're in the title fight or not. Or do you? Do you feel that Tim maybe wasn't as bad as Lupino was at the Nations? I saw it live, yeah. and to be honest, I mean, I see the frustration in him when he rolled that little piece between yeah. the, the tracks. You could see like, what the fuck, or whatever he said under the helmet. Uh, no, and he hit the brake. It's not like. Alessandro, he just he just wide open into it, and he gained uh, more positions yeah. than than uh, Tim did. I talked with the FIM afterwards because okay, there was uh, like a penalty pending, but you never know what they're gonna do. So I was curious to get there because I'm not the guy who likes protesting, you know, yeah. not at all, never ever. But in this case now, if there would have been no action from the FIM, I would have protested. Yeah. I had to. I mean, even my bosses tell me that, and of course, it's clear. But they told me they reviewed it from a couple of different angles and everything, and uh, they checked where he was before he went down, what wasn't his fault, got pushed off the track, and he gained like four positions, and he got one, he got docked for uh, for taking the chance of it yeah. or whatever. So I think, yeah, of course, for us it would be better if it's more, but five, I think is it's okay. They did a good job. Uh, of course, for him it's more difficult now. It's still, it's not over till yeah. it's over. It's still a three-man battle, what has not been there in years. I can't remember it. No. It was always two guys, let's say. And no, it's it's unfortunate, but it's racing. We also went down on Arco 2 and, and, and had a DNF. So it's just how the game goes. On a, on a uh, similar note, what about uh, Roman out of the gate today? Obviously, he got a better jump than Jeffrey both times. So I guess it's his choice what he wants to do with that. Um, do you feel like that crossed the line or do you feel like that's acceptable when there's a title on the line? They always do it. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you have the handlebar up front, you pull a bit over and you, you try to, to cover this side and then you have room for the other side. And He didn't do anything really bad, let's say. I think anybody else would have done the same. I'm, you know, I've, I don't say it was a bad move or something like this. No, no way. Was, um, is there going to be a chance for Jeffrey to ride before Wednesday or at least, I guess, maybe you'll be practicing starts? No, he will ride on Tuesday for sure a little bit, yeah. That's just little warm-ups and just to, to get the body warmed up and stuff and get a feeling, and for sure. But also for sure, you're not touching a 2023 bike anymore. That's That's gone away. <laughs> no, we called testing off after after last weekend and it was too eventful and too much happening and I want to have his head clear now for the two final rounds and it's the wrong time now to, to interfere with, uh, with testing. And I mean... It's late in the year and there's a struggle lately with material. I think everybody has the same in every company. Uh, worldwide, same disaster with material. So, But we need to deal with it and we, we're going to make up for it. Was that test actually successful? Like, I guess you couldn't really take too much from it, but was it worth doing? Was it a positive experience? Well, we got good feedback. Uh, I'm not telling you. If it was no, I, re- I didn't even think that was a good question. But uh, <laughs> no, I think... It was good for Jeffrey as well. He he know what is the future bike, and uh, he felt good on it. Let's say, for his point of view, and that's already a success, you know. 
Okay, I really want to ask another question, but I know the answer to that will be no comment, so we'll move on. Um, anything that you feel Jeffrey or the team should do differently on Wednesday? Any change of tactics, any change of approach with bike setup or anything? Is there anything that you feel needs to be addressed before Wednesday? No, he looked comfortable on the bike today there. Uh, starts, he was good. He was always top three, top four. And normally, if he has a top four start here with, with his uh, speed, he can win. So we shouldn't change anything. Just keep your head down, uh, make no no freak decisions, uh, just stay calm and, and, and go for it. Uh, last thing, because I guess we do need to talk about them. Uh, Tom still feeling the effects of Trentino, a little banged up. Rene, I may be leading the Rene fan club at this point because I think the future is quite bright. Like, I'm even beginning to think maybe he battles for a title next year because he's progressing quite rapidly. He had his first pole today, so that's another thing yeah. uh, tick off the list. Uh, unfortunately, the races didn't go how he liked to. But that's racing also. I mean, the second one, yeah, was a bit uh, a tough move from both of these guys. A bit too aggressive, I think, from both sides. Nobody gave the other guy away. They could have both go down hard. So they came away with a little bit damage on him. But, yeah, like I said, it's racing. You, you can't be there every week. And uh, he has a successful season. And for next year, I think, yeah, if he does another uh, step there, uh, yeah, you need to count him in for sure every week podium. Maxime Renault, MXGP of Lombardia. Uh, second overall today, good first moto, close to winning the second one. Uh, this was a nice way to follow up your championship and kind of put an extra little uh, stamp on it, I guess. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, really nice day today. Uh, winning the first moto with uh, third in the start and then could make quick passes in two corners I was uh, leading and then made a good moto. And uh, second moto was completely different. I, got, I think I was around 12th place in the first lap and then uh, had to push a little bit to come back. And then I was on the back of my teammate, you know. Um, yeah, honestly, I was faster, but uh, but yeah, you know. Uh, um, sometimes you have to to think, you know. I've been already world champion, so uh, I prefer a blue bike on the second place than a orange bike, you know. So so yeah, it is like it is, and uh, I didn't really try the everything. Is it weird out there, like now? Obviously, you're riding around, you want to win. But also, you've done your job. You're a world champion. So, is there times when you're like, "Wait, do I really want to push this hard? Like, what am I doing? Like, is it weird to kind of keep yourself focused?" No, actually, the focus is really good. I'm really happy with my riding today. Uh, yeah, I was really, really feeling good. In the warm-up, I was feeling so bad, but then we made some changes on the bike, and now I was feeling so, so good. And uh, even on the second moto, I was, uh, yeah, I was just uh, flowing, you know. Yeah. So it was really nice. Uh, the only thing is that we are in a team, you know, so we have also to follow some uh, some rules and uh, and yeah, that's a little bit of part of the championship and uh, of the squad, you know. So so yeah, it's uh, just this thing to this thing to to manage a little bit, but uh, I'm really happy about the day. What happened when you almost landed on a photographer in a second race? Because I don't know how you went that high, but <laughs> yeah, actually, it was a really really scared moment because uh, on the on the ramp, I just took a kicker, you know. Yeah. And it went like uh, almost uh, the Reed crash, Chad Reed crash, you know, like uh, sideways on the ramp and uh, went really high and uh, completely out of the track. And when I landed, uh, I saw a photographer that was uh, just here and I think he didn't really understood what was uh, happening, you know. And uh, he just uh, threw him away uh, at the just last meter and I could avoid him and uh, hopefully. So, yeah, I was grateful for, grateful for that one because it was a really hot moment. You just rode away as well. Like, I don't understand how you landed to flat that hard. And it was like nothing had happened, like strange. Thanks for uh, the squats I did during the winter because I can tell you I pushed some uh, pretty hard and I think the wheels were almost flat after that. But yeah, it was pretty hard hit, but uh, yeah, could uh, could manage to uh, to roll away and uh, it was okay. Look, there must have been some pressure in the Trentino week. Obviously, you were thinking about the championship. You didn't know if it was going to happen there or here. Once it was done, what was that like? Like finally letting go of that pressure because you've been carrying it for months now. Like it must have just felt like a massive relief. Yeah, it was such a nice moment, you know, to get the title in Trentino also with two first uh, difficult rounds. So it was amazing, you know, uh, pressure off and uh, and now I can just enjoy my riding, you know. So I was just enjoying so much today. Um, didn't get the overall win, but I know I could have got it. So anyway, I was just so happy with my riding. I proved that, uh, yeah, that uh, I'm still here and uh, no pressure. And uh, yeah, I'm able to win. So it was just really nice, you know. Uh, last thing, because you've got to go. Do we know, you don't have to say anything, do we know 100% what you're doing next year? 
because I feel like everyone thought they knew and now I hear that it is back up in the air and you don't really know. So do you actually know or is it all undecided? It's really undecided. You know, it's uh, 50-50, like really, really now. I have no no idea where I'm going. So um, the team- Is it up to you? Is it up to Yamaha? Is it everyone or...? I think it's a everyone package, you know, like um, I I have some feelings that I, I should step, yep. but uh, on the side of Yamaha it's not that easy, you know, because uh, we signed a contract uh, for next year also in 250 and we can arrange that. Uh, it's possible to step in 450, but I was not in the beginning, I should not yeah. go there, you know, but uh, to this year it went super good, you know, and uh, everything went so fast. So now we are just, uh, yeah, questioning ourselves if uh, we have to make the move or keep one more year and defend the title and maybe go for another world title. So we will see in the next weeks uh, how it evolves. What would you like to do? Like you're a four, I feel like you like the 450. A few people in the paddock have said they've seen you ride one and you're good. Yeah. Like, would you like to do it or would you like to run a number one plate and enjoy the MX2 class for another year? For sure, I love it. I love the 450, you know, it's a really nice bike. I think it suits my style. Uh, I'm pretty pretty uh, tall and, uh, and strong on the 250, so I think my this the physical is one of my strong parts, you know, so if we can make it uh, in the 450, I think it's going to be one of my strong parts. So I would enjoy, you know, for sure to step in 450, but yeah, step by step, and we will see yeah, how, uh, how we, we speak about it with the team and, uh, and Yamaha crew. Kaida Wolf, MXGP of Lombardia. Um, very good day for you, actually. Great riding. Should have been a great result. Obviously, second moto ruined that a little bit. But very good day for you. I thought it was quite uh, quite impressive. Um, yeah, it started off this morning in um, warm-up. Had second time, I think. So um, that wasn't too bad. Then in time, practice had P7, I think. So, um, yeah, that was a good start to the day. And then um, in the first moto, I had a really good start, actually. Uh, was around... P8 or something and then I could get up to fourth in the end so uh, yeah it was a good first moto and then the second one had a really really good start actually and was in around third or fourth yeah. something like that and then I was behind Chet and just lost the front and got a high sider so uh, yeah that put me back down quite some spots but um, yeah we still managed to get a good flow after that straight away so that was a positive thing about the riding today uh, it was really good the riding but yeah, um, then again, a small crash in the last lap, so uh, that ended up being 10th in the second moto. You need um, you need to get your starts back from Lommel first moto. I feel like it's been a while. Second moto, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Actually, this one was almost back like how it should be. Yeah, but it's been a while, wasn't it? Like this yeah, it is. wasn't on the inside, so that fucked it up a little bit. I was like in the middle of the pack, so uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't like how they blocked off the inside gates for you, MX2, because then it just made it so that basically everyone lined up, like, inside, then, then, then. Like, if they left them well inside, well, actually, there's a bit I, more of a game to it. Actually, I let Fial get in front of me. Like, I was in front of him with time practice, yeah. so I went one extra out that he could go on the Did inside. Did you do that so he'll box everyone else in and you can... Exactly. That is, I feel like more people need to learn that move. That's impressive. Did you figure that out for yourself or someone else? No, I, I did by myself, but actually Look at actually we have to cut this out because it's a secret. Is it? <laughs> I feel like, I mean, I could see, but I it, guess what you, you meant straight to, away. You just have to think about it like, okay, he has a good start, so he's anyway going to yeah. go to the inside and close the door on he's the right. He's basically going to make it so you have a clear start straight. Exactly. So, um, yeah, that worked out good today. So, uh, hopefully I can do it again. <laughs> 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 you were um, You were close with your teammate all day and you have been, to be fair, for a lot of the season. When you were in EMX 250, Jed was kind of like your mentor in a way. Like, he cut, you were close with him. How's that been this season? Because obviously you've beaten him at times, you've battled with him a lot. Has that changed at all? Is it weird for you to be battling with him? Are you a bit more careful around him? Like, how does that go? No, we just like, just rivals on track and friends on the side of the track. So, um, yeah, still enjoying the time with him and, uh, yeah, it's going good so far. He hasn't tried punching you. Have you heard about his anger issues? Yeah, he had some... some he's, ang- he's got anger issues. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm worried for you, that's why I'm asking. No, no, he won't do that to me, I think. Uh, no, it's all right between us, and uh, we're still good friends, so it's nice. Well, I think Renault and Fernandez said that as well, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> um, one round to go. Let's, I was going to do this at the last round, but we'll do it now. One round to go. What grade would you give your, uh, your rookie season? Like, A, B, C? What, I think I was thinking about this yesterday. Well, a is the best. Or A plus is the best. I, w- I think I would give you an A minus. What's that? 
Show that to B. No, because B, you have B, B plus, A minus, A. Pooh. Just do it okay. at a scale of 1 out of okay. 10. Okay. Well, okay, that's that's very boring, but fine. Whatever you want. Um, scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best, what would you give your season? 8.5, I think. Oh, so, you're, <laughs> so you're willing to go to the halves. Yeah, okay, okay. But, yeah, we said top 15 for this season, and... Yeah, I that's ridiculous. <laughs> now, now that we look back, that is a ridiculous goal. <laughs> Yeah, but my personal goal was top seven, and actually we made it happen today. So um, yeah, that's pretty good. And next year we go for top five. Then it is quite crazy because um, you almost stayed down in EMX two fifty like this year, which would have been ridiculous. Like there's no way you should have been in EMX two fifty this year. No, um, yeah, that was normally should be the plan, but then we got one seat free from TKO last year, so uh, that was my opportunity, and um, we grabbed it with both hands, and yeah. After, like right now, I'm really happy we got. I got the chance, and we took the chance. Okay, uh, Rene Hofer, uh, MXGP of Lombardia. Another very good day. Another very good potential day. Another good speed. More good starts. Very, very good. Crashes screwed you, but like, I mean, maybe you're getting to the point where you're not happy with days like this. But I feel like you can still be happy. Yeah, for the confidence, I think it was still a very important day again. Um, obviously, Aku went good, but it was only one track. But yeah, with pole position today and also the speed was was really good in both motors. So actually, I can be happy with my riding. Uh, yeah, problem was just uh, I crashed out two times um, sitting in second place. Uh, first one, yeah, was basically my fault. I just just lost the front and I yeah, hit the handlebar quite hard into yeah. my hip. So yeah, I was a bit bruised for the second motor. But anyway, it was not so bad and. Yeah, then came together with Iago. I, I didn't haven't seen the images yet, but I just didn't see him. You know, I don't know whose fault it was, but it was it was quite a huge crash. Yeah, it looked quite uh, big. Yeah, it was actually. I think we both were quite lucky in the end. Uh, but yeah, of course it sucks that I crashed out two times. Um, but anyway, I think for also for for Wednesday, um, it's, it was still quite a good day and. Yeah, obviously for the championship it was not the best day. Um, still, still sitting 11 and 12 points, I think, from fifth and fourth. So yeah, I will give it all uh, the, the, on Wednesday to to make up some places in the championship. But anyway, uh, the season in general is now now ends really good, I would say, and for sure it gives me a lot of confidence going into the winter. And yeah. I think with a, with a good wind uh, with a good winter, um, yeah, it can be even better next year. And for sure. Yeah, the goal is to be to be more consistent on the podium next year. Describe your um, your level of confidence at the moment, because I'm guessing that you have no doubts that you can do it all. Like you're sat behind Renault and you're like, I can win this. You go out and qualify and you're like, I can pull this. Like I'm guessing you are basically kind of on top of the world at the moment. Yeah, everything's <laughs> working at the moment, you know. Uh, Arco 2 was obviously my first GP win, was a big growing confidence, but actually that Sunday yeah. even more, and now this time in the morning it worked, worked quite well. Um, it's a different track again, but I still can be on top also here. So yeah, no, it's quite exciting times right now. Um, bit of a shame that the season's ending now, but anyway, the off season will not be uh, that long like last year. So that's that's actually quite good because last year the off season was quite long. I I would say and always training and no racing, so it it sucked a bit. But yeah, in the end, I'm yeah, like I said, it's it's quite exciting times right now, and we're we're having fun as a team, and yeah, we will enjoy that last that last race for sure. Describe to people because um, I don't think people, many people know that this is your first like clean year in a while. Like you've been through it injuries wise. So just describe to people who don't know like what you've been through the last two three years. Yeah, so basically in 2018 I had my first big injury. Um, I broke my pelvis and was out for like four months or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah, then came back. 2019 was quite okay. Just had a small um, ligament injury in my knee, but nothing serious. And then obviously last uh, last year was the big injury again, the shoulder injury. Um, but yeah, it's you just cannot grow you know when you when you only have a few race, races in a season then you you just don't improve and to really have one full season racing the gps brings you a lot you know it brings you experience it brings you physical strength it brings you mental strength 
and yeah, I think it was a really important learning year this year, and for sure it will help me for for the for the coming years as well. I'm guessing that's where it's almost frustrating as well, because you're like, if I hadn't had those issues the last couple of years, maybe you could have been doing this last year, and you'd be a bit ahead. But either way, I guess you're just happy you're here now. Yeah, I mean, you never know, and in the end, in the end, I'm happy that I'm uh, injury-free right now. And I can do what I love uh, without having having pain or without sitting on the couch at home. So, yeah, it's just good to be in the paddock for for a full season and being with the team. And yeah, like I said, it's it's great times. Is the full season starting to wear on you a little bit? Like, are you getting a bit tired? Is it getting a bit same old, same old? Or are you feeling quite well? Are you feeling quite fresh? I guess so, based on your results and riding. <laughs> no, actually, I don't mind having a few more races. Um, but anyway. I think this year, yeah, we only started in June, so everything it was, yeah, every, there were a lot of races in a row, you know, without without having too much breaks. Um, it will be kind of different next year again if they go back to the two-day format. Um, yeah, we'll see. I haven't done too many races with, with two days. Um, obviously, neither, neither did the other guys, but yeah, it will be... I think in the end it will be not a big difference. It's just you have a bit more more time on the track to get used to it, um, which I think is also is also quite quite nice as a young rider. You know, you have a you have a bit time to enjoy also. How um last thing? How badly do you want fourth in the championship or fifth? Like, would top five in the championship be a big deal for you, or are you like uh, fourth, fifth, sixth, whatever? Yeah. The season is already saved with the GP win, you know. I have my first podium, my first GP win, so it's already a good season. But anyway, to to finish the, the season in the top five would be would be ah, a cherry on, on top of the cake.